be seated in heavenly places. You want to lift up your right hand with me? Say, I believe in God the Father. Say, I believe in God the Father. Say, I believe in Jesus Christ. Say, I believe in Jesus Christ. Say, I believe he died on the cross. Say, I believe he died on the cross. Say, I believe he rose on the third day. Say, I believe he ascended into heaven. Say, I believe in God the Holy Spirit. Say, I believe in God the Holy Spirit. Say, I believe he's here with us now. Say, I believe he's here with us now. Say, I believe he's here with us now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Serving God is not with the mouth, but with the heart. Serving God is not with the mouth, but with the heart. When your mouth is connected to God, and your heart is disconnected from God, you find yourself in a wilderness. Are you hearing me? Serving God is an action thing. Not a passive thing. In other words, not something that you relax about. You don't serve God when it's only shining. You don't serve God when it is only good for you. You serve God when it is bad. You serve Him when it is snowing. You serve Him when it is raining. You serve Him when it is windy. And you serve Him when it is sunny. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? So you serve God when you are down. You serve Him when you are up. Every situation in your life should not stop or stun you from serving God. Today I'm going to be starting a series I've entitled The Commanded Blessing. But this message I'm about to teach you for this few weeks. You cannot walk in it when your heart is at the wrong place. That is why I'm giving you this foundation. A lot of people sing a song say, Abraham's blessings are mine. Abraham's blessings are mine. But, but they are not yours because your heart is not connected to the God Abraham's heart was connected to. It is in connection that you are charged up. When your phone battery dies and you take the phone. And you start speaking to the phone. Charge, 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 charge. <laughs> it's not going to charge. But when you take a charger, 
and you connect the phone to the socket and plug it in it automatically the phone begins to charge so the source of the phone charging is the electricity that the charger is connecting the phone to so your heart needs to be connected to the electricity that will charge your life. You can never change your life when you don't charge your life. Can I say it again? I mean, you can never change your life when your life is not charged of God. In this life, this life does not give you what you deserve. If not, I'm supposed to be uh, staying in Donald Trump's uh, Trump Tower by now. At the penthouse, the top. That's where I'm supposed to be. Because I feel I deserve it. You're supposed to be driving uh, an amazing uh, Aston Martin by now. Because you deserve it. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? But life does not give you what you deserve. But life gives you what you command and fight for. Life is a fight. Life is a fight. Some of you will say, oh, because of this and that, oh, I'm not coming to church, I'm not doing this. Life is a fight. Some of you will say, because of what I'm going through, I'm not serving God again. Life is a fight. You need to fight. You need to fight. Are you hear what I'm talking about? Amen. Don't give up. Amen. Because life will not give you what you deserve. I deserve a very good father in my life. But I never had a father in my life. I deserved it. But I never had it. So I cannot tell myself that because I never had a father, I cannot be a good father to somebody. I need to fight. I need to fight. And what I'm going to teach you this few weeks coming, it is the ability to fight for what God has said already. So what I'm talking about, this is something that God has commanded. So that is why it's called a commanded blessing. So it's a blessing that you need to experience it in totality. It's a period in your life that your mind needs to be opened up to accept inside your heart the trust 
that you need to have in God. Because I always say something and I'll keep saying it. God is the Alpha and the Omega. He's the beginning and the end. So I said, if you trust the Alpha, He takes you far. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? Many of you, your destinies are cut short because you trust in men and women. You trust in your finances, in your riches. You trust in what you can see and what you have. But if you can trust the Omega, He will make your life mega. Are you understand what I'm talking about? He is a God who is God by himself. He does not need you to be God. You need him to be who you are. Are you understand what I'm talking about? God does not need you to be who he is. You need him to be who you are. And I said something this week. That where you are. Is not who you are. I said where you find yourself now is not who you are oh the bible said for you are a peculiar person you are a chosen person you are a royalty but sometimes where you find yourself you don't see any royalty about yourself you don't see any good thing about yourself ah but I came with the word of God in my mouth like fire to tell somebody that God wants you to be where he wants you to be all he's asking you to do is to connect your heart to him connect your heart to him in Proverbs 11 11 says that a man's uprising or a city's upliftment is in the mouth of an upright man so your blessing is in my mouth you know why because God has already commanded it and it is in the spiritual so you need someone who is on that level to put it in. the Bible says in Numbers 23 verse 20 he says behold I have received a command to bless this was the prophet Balaam he said behold I have received a command to bless he said he that is God has blessed and I cannot reverse it oh am I talking to somebody there is a blessing on your life with no witch or wizard in your family can reverse that blessing I said there is a blessing in your life which no man or woman can reverse that blessing I speak on authority as a prophet of God that today I bless you and no man can curse you I said I bless you today and no man can curse you I take you out of the snares of the enemy. 
I decree your soul has escaped the traps of the wicked one. In the name of Jesus Christ, any plan of the enemy to cause your soul to perish, I speak on authority. The Bible said, the blessing of the Lord make it rich. The blessing of the Lord make it rich and adds no sorrow to it. Is there any sorrow in your life? From today, I end that sorrow. Is there any pain in your life? From today, I end that pain. Is there any trouble you are going through? From today, I end that suffering in your life. Because in the beginning, it was not so. I say in the beginning, it was not so. God did not create you to perish. He did not create you to suffer. But it was the work of the enemy, the devil. So in Genesis chapter 1, verse 27 to 28. Now you can open your Bibles. Aloba kanta ya walibrahanta. Iveluwe kalabavi uranti ya kana rahua zai. Ayagoranti ya marando vaki ya kuaranti ya summa ya hati ya mahana. Ayawahanti lo samalingrahantu varahante ya. Genesis 1 verse 27. So open your Bibles and follow me. The Bible said, So God created man in his own image. So you are in the image of God. Let nobody tell you otherwise. Let nobody tell you that you are not in the image of God. You are in the image of God. He says, so God created man in his own image. He said, in his image, he created him. He said, male and female, he created them. So the man is in the image of God. The woman is in the image of God. The Bible said, God blessed them. I said, what? God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Be fruitful and multiply. So in this life, when you are not fruitful, you are not walking in the image of God. Oh, can I shock somebody tomorrow? I say in this life, when you are not fruitful in your business, when you are not multiplying in your life, in your finances, your business, when you are not growing as a person, you are not in the image of God. Have you ever seen a baby that has been born and in the next three years, the baby is still baby. You will take the baby to the hospital. Because naturally, the baby at every year has to grow. So as I'm seeing you now, in the next five years, you become better than you are now. That is what God is saying. So in your life, every day, you have to walk in a blessing. Are you hearing me? There is no single day that you have to live without the blessing. 
So the Bible says, He says, I fill the earth and subdue it. To subdue something. It means to have authority. To have dominion. So God created us that will have dominion. It doesn't matter where you are. The earth is the laws and the fullness thereof. And they that dwell therein. Oh, let me take it again. I said the world we live in belongs to God. The fullness thereof. So number one, the earth is the earth, the ground. The fullness thereof is the resources in the earth. The gold, the diamonds, the oil, all those things, the fullness. And they that dwell therein is the people that live on the earth. So God is saying that have dominion over all these things. So you cannot tell me that your business is dominating you. Are you hearing me? You, you cannot tell me that there are issues in your life that is too much that it is over you. possible. Are you understanding what I'm talking about? So now, the Bible said in Jeremiah 1 verse 7 to 12. So this, this is introduction 101 before we, we even go to the real message. Amen. Jeremiah chapter 1. Because I want you to understand what it takes and what it is to walk in a commanded blessing. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 7 to 12. Time wouldn't permit me to read everything because I have so many scriptures today for us to read. But this is talking about God speaking to the prophet Jeremiah and then the prophet Jeremiah said, oh God, I am a young boy. So in God, there is nothing like a young boy. So Marvin and Dems cannot tell me they are young boys, so they, they, they don't have time for God. Jeremiah said, I am a young boy. And the Lord said, Don't say you are a young boy, but do not fear, don't be afraid. Because I have your mouth I have put my words in your mouth and I have said this day you over the nations listen to this one this is critical this is God saying that when your heart is connected to him he has set you over and number one he said he has set you over the nations and over the kingdoms so it means it does not matter the country you find yourself in you can make it and you can survive and you can be a blessing in that country whether you are in London or Angola or Holland or Kinshasa or Accra 
or Akin or Amsterdam. He says, I've made you over this day. I've set you over. The nations of the world and the kingdoms. What are the kingdoms? The political kingdom. The financial kingdom. The marriage kingdom. The business kingdom. These are kingdoms of the world. That God said, I have sent you over them. I don't know who I'm talking to, but this day, I came to tell you the word of God. That you have been set over the kingdoms of this world. You have authority. You have authority. Listen to the final thing God said in verse 12. Jeremiah 1, verse 12. He said, Then the Lord said to me, You have seen well, for I am ready to perform my way. He said, I am ready to perform my way. So it means that what you see in God's word is what he performs. Hear me. I said what you see in God's word is what he performs. So if you are sitting here and you don't know that God has commanded you to be blessed, you have not seen it in his word. Therefore, the performance doesn't come. So, the reason why we live in a world, or you are living a life, that is like you don't know what is happening. It's got the things that needs to be performed in God's word. You have not seen it. He said that you have seen well. You have seen well. So, I am ready. So, so the commanded blessing is already there and available. Can I preach God's word this morning? Amen. I said the blessing is available. It is not now you are going to look for the blessing. Hear me. The money you are looking for is already available. The houses you are looking for is already available. But they are all add-ons. So the Bible said in Matthew 6 verse 33 that seek ye first the kingdom of God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. What you seek first will determine what is added on later. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? Amen. So when you are seeking first the things of the world, then later the devil will add his trouble to it for you. Are you hearing me? But when you are seeking first God's kingdom, then he adds on you the things that you are chasing after. Come with me to Genesis chapter 2. Verse 10 to 14. Genesis chapter 2. Verse 10 to 14. Oh, Lava I am talking about a series of entitled The Commanded Blessing. So you have been commanded to be blessed. Genesis chapter 12. So, sorry, Genesis chapter 2, verse 10. 
to 14. Genesis chapter 2, verse 10 to 14. Listen to this one. This, this, is, this is something that this is something that you will not hear in a lot of places. So you are blessed to be here today. Let's go. Genesis chapter 2, verse 10 to 14. He said, Now a river went out of Eden to water the garden. We can we can finish the message in just this statement. Now a river went out of Eden. So now what is Eden? Eden was a place God created for man and woman to be there, to be blessed, to be fruitful, and to multiply. Are you hearing me? But now, the Bible is saying here that even though they were at a place which was fruitful, the place was commanded to be fruitful. So catch this. If you don't catch this, you will never catch it again. God made Eden so that Adam and Eve will be fruitful and they will multiply. That they will live in the blessing of God. But now the Bible said a river flowed from Eden to water the garden. So it means that the commanded blessing if you are idle, you will not receive it. You, you, you have to do something to receive the blessing which is commanded. Are you understanding me? So, so even though Eden was a place, was a good place, it still needed water. Amen. Amen. Are you getting it? Amen. So no matter how your life is, no matter who you think you are, if you don't connect to the streams of the living waters, the Bible says, for out of your bellies shall flow streams of living waters. It was talking about the Holy Spirit. Are you hearing me? So this is Genesis and the Holy Spirit is already in place. Because when you read Genesis 1 verse 1, it says in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void. And the Spirit of the Lord, that is the Holy Spirit, was hovering. Over the earth. So there is nothing that you can do and make it fruitful and prosperous when there is not a flow of the Spirit of God. Amen. You either have the flow of the devil
He also has a flow. Or the flow of God. So now the Bible said, and from there it parted and became four river heads. I think we can close from here. I think we can close from here. Now, it was one river. Listen to me carefully. It was one river that was watering your life. And all of a sudden, it became four. So it means that you need one source. That is the Holy Spirit. And when you have that source, He will help you create sources for other people. Oh, are you hearing me? So, so it means that when you make your work your source, when you make your business your source, you have just one source. And it cannot be parted. Because it's just one. But there is something that parts into four. There is a power. The Bible says in Deuteronomy. That it is God. That gives us power. To make wealth. So wealth making is a power. Hear me do not be deceived. When you hear of the. The Jeff Bezos, the Jeff Bezos, Jeff Bezos, it's a name. Jeff Bezos, Amazon, or Bill Gates of Microsoft, or Tesla, Tesla Group, or that guy's name, Elon, Elon Musk, Zuckerberg's Facebook. These are all people who needed power to create what they have. Whether you believe it or not, without power, you cannot create anything in this world. I'm telling you. So now the Bible says here that the, the river that went into Eden to water the garden, so it means that when you allow yourself to be watered of the Holy Spirit, you become fruitful. So Jesus Christ said in John 15, He says, I am the vine. And ye are the branches. If ye abide in me, and I in you, you shall bear fruit. Amen. Are you hearing me? So, so now there was this river that flowed, and it parted and became four river heads. The name of the first river was called Pishon. Let me hear what I say, Pishon. Say Pishon. Say Pishon. Say Pishon. Now it says that it was the one which kept the whole land of Habila, where there, there is gold. So it means so it means that there is a power that makes you wealthy. There was a main source of the river. Now the river turned into four parts. One part 
was around where the gold was. So it means that there is a river that can direct you to where gold is. I'm talking about the commanded blessing. The Bible didn't say that the, the river made the gold. The gold was already there. It was the stream Pison that found the gold. Amen. So it is the leadings of the Holy Spirit that will take you to your blessed land. It is only God that will take you to the promised land. Hallelujah. Amen. So our next scripture, so, so now listen, I'm going to be talking in Genesis 2 verse 10 to 14 and I'm still going to also be talking in Genesis 12 verse 1 to 3 where we have gotten to have to join the two. Are you hearing me? So, so now, the river from the gold, the Pishon River. And the gold that, and the gold of that land is good. Lord, the same <laughs> This is the Bible that's saying. He said the gold of that land is good. So every land that you find yourself on, there is something good in the land. You know, I hear people saying, Oh, Akin, Akin is hard, oh. Oh, Amsterdam is hard, oh. London is hard. Paris is difficult. Belgique is a hard place. It, 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 it's up to what you can see in his word that will make him perform what. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, 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 so now he says that when the river flowed, the gold I found, the gold in the land was good. So now in Genesis 12, verse 1. Genesis chapter 12, 1. The Bible says, Now the Lord said to Abraham. At this point, listen, at this point, at this point, Abraham had not had the covenant yet. So his name was Abraham. His name only became Abraham. When he covenanted with God, get it right, get it right. I want this, this is just the beginning, so today I'm not going to load you too much. I'm not going to load you. I'm not going to load you because this is the beginning. I want you to understand. Look, I want you to, to get to a place that when you're even sitting in your house and you check your bank account and you see only red figures, you will not be moved. You say, ah! I have a lot of boku boku lasagna in that account. It is a level of what you have seen that will make you say. It is what you see that you say. Oh, you didn't hear me. I said, it is what you see that you say. So if I'm here right now, and I said, oh, I saw this watch. It's because of what I saw that is making me say it. Are you following me? So now we are looking at a guy who is called Abram. 
He has no covenant with our God. Now, going back to Genesis 2, verse 10 to 14. So, if you are Genesis 12, just keep it there. Genesis 12, just keep it there. But let me go to Genesis 2 because I have to move it this way so that you understand. So now, there was another river called Gihon. 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 Just say Gihon. Let me hear you say Gihon. Gihon. Let me hear you say Gihon. Oh, this, this is a learning class. Say Gihon. Hallelujah. So like you go to school and your teacher say, say A, say B. So say Gihon. Hallelujah. So, so now there was a second river called Gion. It is the one which goes around the whole land of Kush. Listen to this one. There is a river that goes around the whole Deutschland. It's a river of God. So it means that anything from the north, from the east, south, and west of where you are, as far as your eyes can see, your mouth can declare it. Oh, is this too heavy for you? Are you understand what I'm saying? If your eyes cannot see, what you want to be in the next two years? Two years will come. And you'll still be wearing the same shirt. You'll still be where you are. Because you have not seen. When you see in two years what you want to become, you start seeing it from now. So like I keep saying that we have a big church property in this place. Amen. Your amen is at Dortmund. I said we have a big church property on this land. We, we, have a, we have property here that will be the imaginations of the people in this land. Because I've seen it and I'm saying it. When you see it, you say it. Whatever you see, you say. And whatever you say, you receive it. If your mouth is too heavy to say it, your hands are too light to hold it. Listen, if your mouth is too heavy to say it, it means what you have seen is too heavy. Your hands are so light, you can't hold it. But when your mouth, when your labouche can say it, it means your hands are capable enough to handle it. Hallelujah. So, so now there's a river that goes around. So the same way now in the Genesis chapter 12 verse 1 to 3, now the Lord said to Abraham, get out of your country. Get out of your country. Get out of your country. From your family. And from your father's house. To a land that I will show you. 
God was taking Abraham to a land where there's a stream around the whole land. He was taking Abraham to a land where he who God will be the source of that land. And there will be four streams parted. Are you understanding it? So God said to Abraham, What I want to do for you, when you were in your country, when you were in your father's house, when you were with your family, there is no way you will be able to see it. Amen. So the Bible said, Familiarity. When you are familiar with something, it breeds contempt. Contempt means distraction. So that is why I keep saying that those of you, those of you who live here, anytime there is a gathering here, this place ceases to be the place of your abode. If not, you can never receive. The Bible says Jesus Christ went to his hometown. And he could not perform miracles there. Because the people there say, ah, Is this not a carpenter's son? Sakwasa. Sakwasa. Is this not a carpenter's son? Who is this one? We know him. When he was pooping around the house, we saw him. We saw him. We saw him. We saw him. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? Yeah. So 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 it's 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 something that you need to be very careful about. So what God was telling Abraham, 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 that it's time for you to let go of the past. It's time for you to let go of things you are familiar with. You have met other pastors in your life. You have met other prophets in your life. But I'm a different kind. I'm a different kind. So unless you leave the past, you cannot embrace what I have to offer. Through God to you. So that is what God was telling Abraham. That, that, let's go on. He says that to Elan, I will show you. I will make you a great nation. This is not Abraham. This is Abraham. If you look in your Bible, Abraham. This is Abraham. It means the covenant had not taken place yet. It was after the covenant his name became Abraham, the father of all nations. So I'm talking about the commanded blessing. The blessing is there whether you believe it or not. That, that's what I want you to understand. Whether you believe it or not, I'm a prophet of God. Whether you want to believe or you don't want to believe, it's up to you. So the same way, whether you believe it or not, there is a blessing. So it says that I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great. I will bless you and make your name great. 
And you shall be a blessing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think we should remain on this verse. I think we should remain on this verse. <laughs> now, he is saying, that is God. He is saying, that I, God, I will make your name great. Amen. Amen. So it means that greatness is already ahead of you. Hallelujah. If the Bible says, I will, it means it's already been done. <laughs> oh God, give these people understanding. He said, I will make your name great. Amen. I will make you a blessed man. And you shall be a blessing. You can never be a blessing when you are not blessed. Uh, I say you can never ah, listen to this one. You have seen someone on the road. The person needs 50 euros. And you are going to somewhere. Your budget to where you are going is 40 euros. And you met the person. And he says, can I have 50 euros? And he says, yeah, I can give you 50 euros. But in your pocket, you have 40 euros. So number one, you, are, you don't have it. So even if you give the person your 40 euros, you cannot go to where you are going. So, so for you to give someone 50 euros, you need to be having 200 euros. Amen. Are you hearing me? So, so, so that when, when I say give me 50 euros, you, you don't even look. You just take the money. Why? Because you are blessed. Amen. So when you go to the shop, and you see the prices on the on the, on the sneakers. Then you look at your bank account. And you look at the price. You see the set. Then look at the price. And look at what you have. No, 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 I can't buy this one. But when you are going into a shop and you know you are blessed, you let them have people following you. Say, Follow me, follow me, follow me. You take this one. Oh. This one. Ah, this one. Ah, nice, nice. Oh. Ah, this one is Sean, Sean, Sean. Sean, hold. Calculate. How much is it? Then you take your card. Then you swipe. Swim. And then you are gone. It's so now that I have to pick a phone and call your sister. Oh, can you transfer 20 euros? <laughs> can you transfer 20 euros? Transfer 20 euros to my kunto. Kunto, kunto, kunto. Because, because, because what I'm buying, I'm short by 10 euros. So you can never be a blessing until you are blessed. But now God wants you to be a blessing. So he has brought me here to teach you that he has already blessed you. So now you can be a blessing. Hallelujah. When you understand that you are blessing God. Hallelujah. Amen. Then he said, and I will curse him who curses you. 
I will curse him who cares him. I will curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Amen. Are you hearing this? Amen. This is a man who didn't even have a covenant yet. But because the blessing was already commanded, it was already there, it was already institutionalized. He said that in you, all the families of the earth. So where are the Muslims? The Buddhists, the Hindu, the Christians, whoever, when they connect to this knowledge, when you connect to this knowledge, you will be blessed. Amen. Because that was the word of God. He said, all the earth. So have you asked yourself why uh, the Muslims and the Arabs, you know, they have money and type, you know, the sex? It's a connection. Hear me, the commanded blessing is a connection. If your heart is not connected, your hands cannot receive. You cannot receive it. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. In Hebrews 6, verse 13 and 14. Hebrews 6, verse 13 and 14. The Bible said, For when God made a promise to Abraham, because he could, he could swear by no one greater he swore by himself. He was, there's no one greater than God. Hebrews 6 verse 13 to 14. What I'm saying is that God made a promise to God, to Abraham. And the promise that he made to Abraham, he realized that he had to swear to Abraham. But the Bible is saying that there was no one greater than God for him to swear by. So God's so God swore by himself that surely surely the word surely means the word surely means the word surely means whether it is raining or shining or snowing or thunder no matter the time what God has said will come to pass. So God says, surely, blessing, I will bless you. I will bless you. And multiplying, I will multiply you. In multiplying, I will multiply you. So if I should take you back to Genesis when we started, when God created 
Adam and Eve. He told them to be fruitful and multiply. But then they lost it to disobedience. So now when God met Abraham, he had to make a covenant with him that is already is. Amen. It's already there. So whatever you are believing God for is already there. Amen. There is nothing you need in this world that is about to be manufactured. It's already there. It's in the spirit. So he said, I will swear to you by myself because there's no one greater. This morning, I want to let you understand that there is a blessing of God that I want you to begin to walk in. But number one, you can only walk in this blessing when your heart is connected to the blessor. You can only walk in this blessing when you as a creator you are connected by heart to the creator. Are you hearing me? Amen. Number two. The blessing that is already is will only come to pass when you can see it and say it. Amen. Yeah. Are you hearing me? Amen. Amen. So now in Genesis 13 verse 2, the Bible says, Abraham, no, Abraham, sorry. Abraham was very rich in livestock, in silver, and in gold. Genesis 13, verse 2. Abraham was very rich in livestock, in silver, and in gold. So now... We are about to start the message. <laughs> so, the commanded blessing point number one. So, today we'll do only point number one and close. The commanded blessing point number one. You are built by a blessing. You are built by a blessing. You can never build anything in this world when you are not blessed. <laughs> Maybe you want to build a house somewhere. Without l'argent, it's pas ça. Yeah. Okay. Nish, nish possible. <laughs> so, 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 it is the blessing that builds you. 
Without the blessing, sans la bénédiction, you live a collapsed life. Tu vas vivre un livre Oh my God. And how do you get built by the blessing? Allah scripture for the day. Allah scripture for the day. How do you get built by the blessing? Genesis 14 verse 18 to 20. Genesis 14 verse 18 to 20. How do you get built up by the blessing? Genesis 14, verse 18 to 20. Then Melchizedek, king of Salem, so when I'm reading the scripture, you don't have to read. Look in your Bible, please. Okay, so those who are on connected by phone, get your Bibles. So when I'm explaining the scripture, then you can interpret. Hallelujah. Amen. So I want everybody to look in your Bible. This is our last scripture for today. Genesis 14, verse 18 to 20. So the Bible said that Melchizedek, the king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. He was the high priest of God most high. And he blessed and him and said, Blessed be Abram of God most high, possessor of heaven and earth. And blessed be God most high, who has delivered your enemies into your hands. And he gave him a tithe of all. Amen. Amen. There's the word of God. So, Abraham, from the scripture here, even when he met Melchizedek, was not yet in God's covenant. In Genesis 14. So he had to go into covenant with God by, by giving a tithe of all. So the blessing in your life, the blessing you have to walk in in life, you build that. By paying your fight, no matter Yeah, that is how you build. If you are not able to be in that covenant with God, you can never walk in the commanded blessing. There are other blessings will come there, I'll teach you all. But there is a blessing that makes your name great. There is a blessing that builds you. 
There is a blessing that when anybody cares you, God will curse them. There is a blessing that rebuke the enemy for your sake. There is a blessing that makes you a possessor of heaven and earth. There is a blessing that delivers your enemies into your hands. And number one, it starts by being in covenant with God. So, tithe is a covenant. That was what changed Abraham. Abraham into Abraham. From next week, I'll begin to show you after he met the, the high priest, the king Melchizedek. Melchizedek. Melchizedek was a high priest who had no mother or father. Hear me. This guy had no mother or father. So the question is, how, how, how come he was on earth? The high priest Melchizedek never died. So next week, I will show you why God compares Melchizedek's order to Jesus Christ. That we have a high priest. We have a high priest. In the order of Melchizedek. Who is Jesus Christ? Listen, dear beloved. Whatever God does. He has already finished it. Look, whatever God does or is about to do, He has already finished. So Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary said, It is finished. It is finished. Listen, don't let any pastor, any bishop, any prophet, anywhere lie to you and say that when you are praying and God, God, will, God will come and do, God is sitting there, He's not doing anything, He's being worshipped. God is not coming to do anything. We are here. We are here. We are the ambassadors of heaven. If I'm in this place, the devil cannot be here. So God doesn't even have to come and... I, I want to bring you to that level. That when you are in your house, in your car, the devil cannot be there. So he said that we carry the living God in mortal bodies. We carry the living God in mortal bodies. Blessings are received through covenant. If you don't have any covenant with God, you will never walk in that eternal commanded blessing of God. 
As time goes on, I'll, I'll, I'll teach you. I'll teach you. Because when time came, people were saying all over the internet that that type pain is the Old Testament. And we are in the New Testament. I will make you understand what the Old Testament is and what the New Testament is. We are not in the New Testament. We are in the age of the Holy Spirit. We are in the dispensation of grace. And the person grace is Jesus Christ. Who is in the order of the high priest Melchizedek? Who received time from Abraham? What are you talking about? Understand I said, listen, by the time you spend one year with me, it will be like you've been to Bible seminary. And I, and I, have, and, and I have to give you degrees, degrees. Diploma in, in, in geology. Hallelujah. Because you need to understand. So, people are saying that we are in the New Testament era. No. The New Testament era was the era of Paul and Peter Dems. This era is the era or the dispensation of the Holy Ghost. So Jesus Christ said, if you believe greater things than this, will you do? Amen. Greater things. A man called Peter, who was afraid of a 17-year-old girl and said that he doesn't know Jesus. He swore by his tongue. <laughs> Me, Peter. I don't know Jesus. When the Holy Spirit came upon him in Acts chapter 2, he stood and preached and 4,000 people gave their life to Jesus Christ. So, what changes a man is not the person of the man or talking to the man. There is a spirit that changes a human being. And he's the Holy Spirit. And when you have the Holy Spirit, he will give you understanding to all these things. So my prayer for you this Sunday is that the Holy Spirit will give you understanding. See, when you have understanding, eh, we don't have to beg you to come to church. You don't have to force anybody to come. When you have understanding, you will know that in the word of God, he said do not neglect the assemblies of yourself. Understanding. Comprehension. When you have understanding, you will not be spending time somewhere whilst you need to pray. 
You want to spend time with the Holy Spirit. Oh, this morning, after I finished praying around 4, from 12 midnight to around 4, I was so tired. And I began to feel some feelings of headaches. So I wanted to put my head down and rest. But when I put my head down, the Holy Ghost came. <laughs> and then I, I, I have to pray. So then I'll just lie in my bed. But I, I wanted to sleep. But, but, but then the, the, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. So that is why you say the sweet fellowship is sweet. There is nothing sweeter in this world than having a communion with the Holy Spirit. Amen. So may the Holy Spirit give you understanding. That understanding will change your ways in life. It will make you. It will, it will make you understand that you don't pay your sight to me. You pay your sight to God. It will make you understand that when we come to church and you give offering, you don't give the offering to me or to the church, but you give it to God. Amen. And the Bible says that the God who sees in secret, he will reward you openly. So you see someone being blessed, you don't understand. The blessing has already been there. It is when the individual connected with the heart, then he began to walk in it. Be on your feet with me today. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We give God praise.